You're listening to the Electronic Media Collective Podcast Network. Yeah, it's a mouthful. For more great shows like the one you're about to enjoy, visit electronicmediacollective.com. And now, our feature presentation. And we're live. Hello, Facebook. Hello. And future listeners on the podcast feed. What's going on, everybody? It's Thursday. We need some like super snazzy, like it's Thursday night. Blah, 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 blah. We're here. It's Thursday again. And you know what happens on Thursday? Loki messes your stuff up. (laughs) What does that have to do with our stream? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) But we're here. Yeah, we are. We ain't going nowhere. No. Well, we're going to be here for about an hour. Then we're we're leaving. (laughs) You could stay here, whatever, but we're gone. You do you. We're, we're gone in 60 minutes. That's a, that's a reference to your most recent. You're right. Hey, you know, who's here? here. What? Your mom. Your mom's here. (laughs) What? Hi, Melanie. Hi. Right, right in the nick of time. And we actually started on time, which is our viewers aren't used to it because they're not here yet. They're probably like, ah, 8.15. <laughs> we, we didn't waste the first 15 minutes uh, sharing things yet. Yet. <laughs> I'm casually doing that right now. Oh, casual. Good job. Gotta keep it casual. Yep. Real breezy about how I'm clicking share right now. But that's not breezy at all, is it? Nope. Not so not even, no, not at all. <laughs> Here we go. Now I can share. Share it in a group. What's up, Grog's Podcast Group? By the way, listeners, if you haven't been to the Grog's Podcast Group on Facebook, you definitely should. It's better than the Facebook page because we're more <laughs> yeah, active. We actually use it. We do. We post uh, interesting articles and stuff in there. Yep. I, I try to post memes in both. And M- Melanie is me master mm-hmm. um yeah, yeah. <laughs> were you gonna say the memestress no I, w- I thought about it but i re- i remembered you don't like that you could be are you meme mugging them like mean mug ah. <laughs> <a> meme. yeah <laughs> <laughs> can we get more of that what was that <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i don't know if i can replicate it <laughs> what would it mean to share this to a live to our story to my story like i don't know do it people aren't gonna watch okay i'm sharing this everywhere (laughs) you never know you never know share to your story now because it seems like facebook will shoot out a notification if certain people like so and so shared to their story for the first time and ever Okay, I'm done with... Well, I didn't I already show that. I'm done sharing things. We can get to the show proper. Hey, so as per usual, uh, we got some news we're going to react to react at. We'll start with that, and then uh, we will talk about some Doctor Who. Some some Superman or Cybermen. Origin of the Cybermen. No. That's, 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 yeah, they're rising, rising up above it. Origin yeah. of the Superman. The nine-inch nails of the cyber nails. Okay, I'm glad you. I started it off rough, but you took it even rougher. So I'm glad. <laughs> sure, I sure did. Hey, Paul is uh, referencing my rainbow specs in the uh, in the chat. 
Uh, I wear these because I'm surrounded by monitors, and these are the only glasses I have with that crazy blue filter lens thing. So, uh, Paul, I also see your your Candyman reference. You are not going to push us. You are not telling us what to do. Don't you segue us early. We'll, we'll get, get there. We'll get there. We. I. Melanie, did you watch the Candyman? Tra- you did. Jesse, you're the one that I wasn't sure. Did I, you watch? Yeah, I did. I did. Yep. Ben, I'm what's not going to talk about it. I refuse to talk about it yet. Until oh, <laughs> just because Jesse likes puppets doesn't mean he wants to be yours. That's right. <laughs> there are no strings on me. Our most loyal live stream viewer. We will yeah. not listen. To <laughs> we're going to we're going to ber- berate our favorite listener that's always here. <laughs> no, we will get to it because we we have all watched the trailer, and uh, I, I get I have some things. I also have a new story that ties into it. But first, actually, a lot of this is very horror movie centric. But yeah, let's start with that stuff. Also, Ben, 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 you're here. As I said, little Omani is always within grasp, oh, always around. This show just got straight up legit. Yeah, yeah. look at all this articulation. He's got oh, yeah. one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, like nine points of articulation. Look at that. And that's not even counting how articulated he, he is when he speaks as I stumble over my own tongue. Well, you're not Danny O'Manny. No. Nope. If you were, you would have blown our minds with how well articulated that statement was. Yeah. Yep. Straight up. Well, before we get to the horror movie news stuff, let's start with a uh, Kung Fu Grip. Yes. Danny yeah. O'Manny does. He's got all the grips. <laughs> he's even got a key grip because he's been in movies. <laughs> all right. Entertainment news. First up, uh, let's talk about the Matrix 4. Are they going to give it? I hope they give it a, not a, not that title. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. You know, Revolution didn't work so great. Yeah, but I mean... It'd be weird to be one of the few like series of sequels that didn't go with like the Matrix Two Reloaded. It was just the Matrix Reloaded and so on, sure. and then adopt numbers like four D <laughs> legacy numbering. Twenty years later, they're going to start numbering them. Yeah, yeah. It, true. <laughs> After this true. comes out, we're going to have to refer to the first one as Matrix Episode One, unless oh, it's a unless it's oh, a prequel. It's be Episode <laughs> Three. Yeah. A new red pill. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay Flop, so floppy drive Flop, floppy drive <laughs> floppy drive that popped in my head too freaking Adam. <laughs> <laughs> we are people of a certain age mm-hmm, mm-hmm. all right um so the first like the actual kind of news thing and then the more fun story i'll hit you with the actual kind of news it doesn't mean a lot to me because i'm not i'm not super familiar with this person but another person has been cast in the matrix four and uh, we don't know who her character will be, but uh, it is an actor or actress, whichever she prefers, from uh, NCIS New Orleans. Where's her name? Ellen Holman. She was also in the last couple seasons of Spartacus, I guess. And uh, she had recurring roles in Six and Nine One One. I don't know what either of those are beyond numbers, but. Matrix 4G, that's actually so stupid, but kind of good. <laughs> yeah. Paul says Matrix 4G. Uh oh. LTE. Melanie, you still there? Uh, I don't know. Some weird stuff's going on. Oh, your connection must be a little spotty. It won't let me it won't let me message. 
That's what happens oh. when you. Uh, that's what happens when you make 4G jokes. That's true. Even 4G's that's dated now. Right. <laughs> but it ties with. Okay. Do you want to try to disconnect and reconnect, Melanie? No. Oh, okay. Roll with it. Anyway, Ellen Hoffman. Any Ellen Hoffman fans? No. Okay. Well, let's actually here. I keep forgetting that this is, for the most part, a video medium. So here's this person. Screen share. Okay. I was gonna say real quick. I should probably make sure all the pictures are appropriate, but it's it's. I don't have things turned off. I, I don't know her. This was her in Spartacus, or that's a signed painting. No idea. Yeah, she was one of those background chicks that nobody paid attention to. But Spartacus, so uh, forgive my roaming eyes. Ro Nicely yeah. done. Ah, see, I won't make fun of that one. I've actually been trying to figure out how to work that in, but oh, that's it. That was it. You just had the pun. It seemed I've, like I, I've had. I was. I was like, how do I work the Rome pun in? I would. I wouldn't have let you hang there. I, I thought it was going somewhere. Okay. No. Yes. Ha ha. Pun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Got you. All right. Here's the f here's the more fun Matrix Four story though. Is okay. it? Okay. <laughs> I mean, this isn't like. <laughs> I'm pulling this stuff up and I'm not, I'm, this is not instantaneous. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, Matrix four filming brings excitement, some damage to San Francisco. So <laughs> this is from NBC Bay area.com. So this is the, their local article, but basically filming of the matrix four is going on in San Francisco. And apparently like, uh, and so there was a lot of like, whatever passerby footage, that leaked out online, of course, because they're filming in a public area, but they've got like, there's an actual helicopter there flying around close to buildings and actual explosions. So they're actually doing a lot of practical effects, which is pretty cool. Practical stunt stuff. Um, some of those uh, explosions melted some stuff. Oh, <laughs> apparently uh, some of the explosions caused heat that were so intense. It melted a couple building lamps and the plastic cover of an advertisement street sign. Um, and apparently, altogether, people uh, the workers that replaced the plastic said it cost about two thousand dollars. Yeah. So it sounds like, uh, let's see, it sounds like locals were like, should take the blue pill, or <laughs> what, whichever one is the one that doesn't melt things. Uh, but it, it sounds like locals are just like, well, so long as they're safe and they pay to fix it, it's all good. <laughs> right, right. You know, Matrix Four melting San Francisco. <laughs> yeah uh paul says real damage or did it all occur in the matrix and you know that's fair that's fair maybe this is just the machines uh trying to convince us that we're real <laughs> all right okay so let's let's start i'm gonna tackle i've got three somewhat horror related news stories i'm gonna tackle the least interesting one but it's kind of interesting if you're into cronenberg <laughs> Whoa, bury the lead. Least interesting. How? Well, it is because there's not much actual news to it. So oh, uh, basically, okay. David Cronenberg, you know, who's responsible for things Cronenberg, all things Cronenberg, your horrible VHS uh, stomach slots and <laughs> the fly videodrome, all that. Yes. Um, he did a interview. I don't know. He's out there. Oh, his son has his son released his second movie, apparently. So he's out there, you know, talking to the press. 
uh, at the premiere of his son's thing. Um, but he says apparently he's working on, he has a couple things he's working on, um, a couple possible projects. One was a series that looked like it was about to be picked up, a series called, I believe, Consumed. I might be mixing my facts around a little bit. Um, that was earlier reported to have been picked up by Netflix, but he's like, well, they passed on a couple of the scripts, so like it doesn't really have a home right now. And then apparently he's working on something else, which is a quote, very personal script, end quote. I don't know what that means, but the gist of it is he said basically uh, he'd be okay if he never makes another movie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, it's a whole lot of like, ah, I got a couple of things. I got this over here. I got this over there. But you know what? If I don't make a movie, I'm done. I don't care. It's fine. <laughs> uh, and then he talked about how, uh, you know, he talked about movies and sex and, you know, Cronenberg things. And then Disney will offer him a cameo on their reboot of The Fly, and that will bring him out of retirement. When Okay, so not too long ago, when was it? Uh, earlier this season on GCU, we did Jason X and Cronenberg. I didn't even, like, I should have recognized that it was him, but I didn't, I didn't connect. Cronenberg's in Jason X? Why? Why? How does he, why, he just randomly pops up in these weird things? It's like, dude, this movie is, like, in terms of, like, filmmaker quality this movie is so far below you but he'll he must just pop up in whatever sounds fun i don't know it's so weird you said you say he's in it i'm thinking he's acting in it or something no yeah he's in it he's oh, in a really? role oh okay then i was right i'm like what what david Cronenberg? why are you in a jason x movie <laughs> <laughs> i mean the movie's fun but it's also terrible what you do all right okay along kind of similar lines basically news as new noteworthy as that last story uh robert england wants an elm street sequel or elm street prequel about freddy's trial but would he star in it uh about so this about the trial yeah so like courtroom drama <laughs> oh i guess Basically, <laughs> <laughs> it sounded like is I don't know. Cronenberg gonna be in it? <laughs> oh, you know he is. <laughs> He's not gonna direct it. He's not gonna have anything to do with it. <laughs> no, he'll, just, he'll be in the jury, just mean mugging. It's not gonna be. It wouldn't be just a trial though. It would probably be maybe a little bit before the trial, and then the whole them, uh, you know, like attacking him and uh, <laughs> murdering him. <laughs> I, I object, Your Honor. He's got his claw hand up. So, so would it be like a? a thriller horror from the point of view where like Freddy's our protagonist. Like he's really just misunderstood. <laughs> if the glove, if the glove doesn't fit, you must acquit. <laughs> okay. Ben actually touched on this. Ben touched on the, the important part, the more interesting part of this, because we did a story not long ago about um, Elijah Wood was interested in producing a, a, a nightmare on Elm street type movie. But people are like, well, what would it be? And he's like, his only stipulation is that uh, Robert England would have to come back. And Robert England has recently said that basically, like, he can't physically, the, the role's too demanding. He can't do it anymore. But th what I found to be more interesting than the idea of a prequel set during the trial, I'm not really fond of that idea. <laughs> Sorry, Mr. England. But what I found particularly interested is in is... It's physically, he doesn't think he could do the role like in another proper live action movie. I, I, I'm thinking more mostly for him is probably he can't do hours and hours of freaking makeup yes, and then I, still act. You know, I bet, you know, I bet that's right. I bet you're right. And he's probably a little bit more 
rotund than he once was. But um, so but that's like you could Freddie was running around doing flips and stuff though. He was you know he he ran his hand down the wall a little bit, jumped out here and there. Wasn't like you know gymnastics. He did, he did do a lot of jumping out. And if you think about the last full movie that he was Freddie in was Jason, uh, Freddie versus Jason, and they've got like crazy i'm I'm sure they had stunt doubles but like it was crazy action scenes in that basically yeah so however he still would love to play freddy and he says quote now if they did a really expensive animated version a graphic novel animated version i would love to go and do the voice for it yeah that would be fun to do end quote um so there you go this is coming from sci-fi wire.com by the way or sci-fi.com so is that basically Freddy versus Jason versus Army of Darkness movie confirmed? Why not? Why not? Confirmed. You know, you could probably get Bruce Campbell to do the voice. Oh, come on. Yeah. I'd Everybody. J- somebody will do Jason's voice. <laughs> <laughs> That's the easiest to catch for. <laughs> right. Well, here's the thing. If they're bringing back James Dean to play a not James Dean related role. Bring him back to play Jason. <laughs> Paul says he said he could do one more. Well, that's fine too. We'll just look we'll, no, that's like bring him back to do Jason. <laughs> Jason <laughs> as Jason. <laughs> under that mask. Yeah. It, yeah. It's a practical mask, but underneath CGI <laughs> James Dean. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. It took me a second to sink in, but you actually said. I love that. <laughs> not that I want not that I want a CGI Freddy in a live action movie, but eventually CGI is going to be good enough. I'm kind of excited for the potential of like in this case to where the actor's like older knows he's older, but he'd still like to be, he's like, you know, he, that's he's Freddie. That's his role. Yeah. You could do, you could do more uh fourth doctor adventures. <laughs> you could have CGI Tom Baker. Yeah. Cause his voice is still, I mean, you can kind of tell cause I mean, mm-hmm. dude's like eighties, you know? Um, but man, he still he still brings it. I I mean I guess I like that he 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 specified a graphic novel animated version, and what I'm guessing he means is like the look of like not just your kind of typical more modern kind of flat, very clean line animation, but a more gnarly animation, and I'd be down for that. Or just CGI him. I like it when they look like paintings. Yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> Also, the idea of doing a Friday, uh, a Friday, a Nightmare on Elm Street in animation. Okay, on the one hand, since he's like a dream murderer, that opens up a lot of potential that they wouldn't be able to afford to do in a live action. But do you do you think it'd be? Would you be interested in a? It being animated kind of takes a little bit out of the horror of a lot of horror stuff. I think because you've got that disconnect between. I don't know that I've ever really seen a horror cartoon. Yeah. But maybe it would be scary. I don't know. If the emotion's still there. If you're to the character, I'd still feel like I was drowning. When somebody's drowning and do the thing where I look my head up. like, you know. Yeah, I, I suppose. that You know, that's that's not a bad point. Uh, ben says, does anyone remember the Nightmare on Elm Street TV series back in the 80s? No. That, that had a prequel feel, feel to it. Wasn't it kind of like a... Um, was it like Freddy's Nightmares or something like that? It was like a anthology kind of thing, maybe. I don't think I've ever actually seen it, but I am aware of it. I don't know, but there's a TV, like an old TV, sitting out on the curb 
that down uh, like a block or two away from my house. That was like I could totally take that and make something cool inside there, but I didn't do it because that's just too much. An old tube TV. Yeah, but like a really old one, like like the big. Like, it's almost oh. like a piece of furniture, you know. Yeah, yeah. What's well, like um, I don't know what you'd call it, but a uh, big it's like wood all around it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that would be co- that would be a lot of work though, and you you know what would happen? It would just end up. Uh, I know. It'd just be sitting there for twelve years. Oh, Ben, interesting. Ben says I saw a few episodes, and there was an origin story episode of Freddy. I did not know that. I have to track that down. It's not something you see pop up like anywhere. <laughs> I know it's available, but everybody knows his origin story, don't they? Or is it like how he became a pedophile? But it's a <laughs> no. Oh, <laughs> well, the pedophile, like they didn't really. I, I don't know if Facebook has the things that like the the basically algorithms that scan the audio and videos. But I have a feeling this video just got pushed down in the algorithm somewhere. Oh, um, oh I'm sorry. No, I'm kidding. I was just whatever. Don't be sorry. We're already pushed down. <laughs> We don't pay for ads, so they don't want to show us to people anyway. Um, I don't even take their free money they tried to give me. Jeez. The earlier series, the original series, that was something people were... And I guess I was a little surprised because I kind of assumed that was Freddy's deal. It's like, okay, yeah, he was a child murderer. But that probably, you know... I just assumed that was code for he was just a general sicko. Um, but people were super upset about the remake because the remake explicitly like, yeah, no, he's a pedophile. And people are like... Freddy's not a pedophile. The old series never said that. So, like, I guess that's not really specified. Why, in would, why would you go and murder children? You, he to murder children because I mean, well, maybe I, I guess <laughs> I don't know. I can't. I can't <laughs> argue that logic. I can't. Yeah, like, I mean, just because you want to kill him doesn't mean you want to have sex with him. <laughs> oh, there's no good way to handle this. <laughs> yeah. Well, most most. People that murder children are doing it because they'll get caught having done other things. So I assume the same was true for Freddy. And that when his daughter was introduced, that in that one one, I was always like, "That poor girl, you know, he must have done some messed up stuff to her." Because I just can't imagine that he wouldn't. Paul says, "I loved that in the remake." Paul says, I love the pedophile aspect. <laughs> okay, he, didn't, he didn't say that ex- no. exactly. <laughs> okay, let's move on. Unless you guys have more to say. No, about that. we actually said a lot more about that than I thought we would. <laughs> than we should have? <laughs> Probably, yeah. Yeah, we've said too much. Okay. Well, this brings us to Candyman. So we will talk about the trailer in a brief hot second. Oh, surprise! <laughs> Candy man, candy man. Okay. What? My main beef with Candyman is his name. How they jump from the reason of what happened to him to make calling him Candyman, then makes no sense to me. Uh, it should be like Buzz Lightyear or something. All I know is if he doesn't say you're, you're going to taste the back of my candy hand, he ain't the real <laughs> Candyman. <laughs> What was the name of that character, Doctor Who? That is a line. That is a quote. That is a quote from a candy monster in classic Doctor Who. And he tells him something. You're going to taste the back of my candy hand. Is that from like the Happiness Patrol? or Yeah. 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 So seventh. Oh, my God. Seventh Doctor. 
I don't know. I don't know what the name of the monster was, but I, I vaguely, vaguely remember that. Oh, yeah. It is delicious. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Let me pull this up. If you don't know the candy man, this is the real candy man. Oh, wow. Look at that guy. Delicious. Gonna make you taste the back of his candy hand. <laughs> that stuck with me, man, man. Oh man, that that makes me want to just run out and buy a, a copy of Candyland and play <laughs> play that game. Oh man, and, and then have nightmares forever. So good. Yeah, yeah. Sylvester McCoy can play like super, uh, super melodramatic against anything, but in that image right there. He's like, really? <laughs> what is this? What is this? Is this is my career now? <laughs> Do Doctor Who? They said. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Is it still really supposed to be a mustache or something? Uh, yeah, sure. I feel like he's pondering. Yeah, uh, just, look at that. What? Oh, is it? Oh, it's even got a goatee. He's a bad guy. You can tell. Well, yep. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> wow. That's incredible. I feel like he's struggling with uh, with the opportunity to play spoons with this uh, this candy creature. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because he's like, you know, he tries to work that in anytime he can. But yeah. So the other okay. candy man, though, is is not that one. Uh, yes, correct. So first. Um, Here's the news story I have. The Candyman reimagining is going to be a real gore fest. This is from cinemablend.com. And basically, so, so okay, so Jordan Peele's name is attached to this, which is good for business, but he's a producer. It's one of those where it's like... Oh. Um, but he's a very hands-on producer, it says. Oh. Really? Yes. They definitely, they definitely put his name front and center on that uh, okay. trailer. So it's like, funny. oh, well, and, you know, in my brain, that that... Has some collateral, you know. Well, it's like they, they, yeah. Anytime a big director, like Sam Raimi, like that, that croc, that what was it, that crocodile movie that come out, they threw Sam Raimi's name on there, but he was just a producer. He didn't direct the movie. Um. Anyway, however, the director that is directing Candyman, the new Candyman, uh, basically said, uh, it's Nia DaCosta, and she said, quote, um, when asked about what the fans can expect from the film and if uh, the filmmaker plans to cut away from the carnage or kind of focus on it. And uh, she said, yeah, quote, yeah, I really love gore. It's some, uh, it was something that Jordan and I talked a lot about because that's that because what's fun with working with. Wow. Sorry, guys. Because what's fun about working with Jordan was our horror aesthetics are different. Jordan's really brilliant at not showing everything. And my instinct is to do to the exact opposite. It's really funny, actually, that question, because it's something I, th I thought about a lot. Okay, that was not a necessary sentence. But there's a, <laughs> but there's a good amount of things you don't want to see, end quote. But, okay, whatever. I'm going to show you everything is what she's saying. Mm -hmm. Um. What did you guys think? First off, like, have you? I don't recall. Oh, first, Paul said trailer looks like a better reimagining of the Sandy, second Candyman. 
and also said Tony Todd is back as Candyman. Now the trailer has no Tony Todd, but the new Candyman as the role, uh, as the character who was Candyman, like is credited on his IMDb. So, ah, uh-huh. um, what did you, uh, Melanie? You mentioned something about it. You, are, are you guys very familiar with it? I'm no. not. I watched it. I watched it once when I was when it came out a long, long, long time ago, and I was not very impressed by it personally. And again, part of it again is the the name because I do you know you know what happened to him or whatever. I do because you told me earlier. Well, they they covered him in, in honey, and then bees stung him to death, and that's why they, they call him Candyman because of that because of the honey. How how do you jump from that to that? It makes no sense in my brain at all. I'm guessing they worked backwards. I think I, I almost guarantee they had Candyman first. Then like, well, why would he be called Candyman? Let's well, come up with something. Come up with something better than that. Oh, they could have up too, but still. If, but if it was too direct, like he would fell into a a tub of taffy and drowned. Oh, that's that, twisted. That'd be too stupid. That's like Ice Cream Man or or whatever. That's well, Ice Cream Man. Level. No, but they could have took you taken this backstory. I mean, the story that got you there, where he had had been with a white woman, and that's why. They uh, killed him. Okay, so why couldn't their her, her father have been a candy maker and that, you know then killed him that way? Or her name was Candy. Okay, that too. Yeah, sure. Then he, he could be Candy's man, and then they just shortened it. Yeah, that works too. Wow, we all we already came up with a better backstory. Wide open. That, that's without the bees. Jeez. Breaking news! You heard it here Cut. first. Covered the in bees. Movie. Not the bees. Oh, behave, Candyman. Candyman's catchphrase. He already has like a bee pun, a pun in his catchphrase. Uh, oh. Paul said it at the beginning when we started giving Paul a hard time. There it is. Be my victim. Okay, oh, so yeah, that's right. The trailer. Okay, the trailer looks interesting. It doesn't look amazing. It doesn't look bad. It looks fine, but it's not like anything that got me super pumped or excited. Um, but it also didn't. Turn me what, off of it. What, like what? Creep, creepy, that. uh, creepy Destiny's Child didn't do it for you. Yeah, it did. It did. Oh, it did. It, you liked it. The girl, the girls' bath, killing a whole bunch of girls in the girls' bathroom. That's fantastic. Other uh, than that, I don't really care. But that oh, part, that I did part like. Really I did like the bit where they're talking about like how you do the Candyman thing. You say it five times in the mirror, and somebody's like, "Who would be stupid enough to do that?" And then it hard cuts to five white high school girls in the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay, that's kind of funny, yeah. Well, yeah. just think about like, okay, any other like spooky type ghosty thing. Where where do you have it where they come out and they kill a group of people? Never. That's always like one person in a dark hallway or somewhere with some, you know. Then you never see them come in into uh, like a what looks like high school bathroom and murder like five people at a time. That's fantastic. I love it. How do they explain it away? The 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 girl in the stall probably get blamed for it. I don't know. Probably, same. but I'm, I'm just saying that is is interesting to me. The rest of it, I don't really care for, or or I did not care for it. But it doesn't impress me. They they seem to be doing, and this is especially if if Tony Todd is going to be reprising his role as Candyman. It seemed like they're kind of doing a possession thing mm-hmm. to where the new lead, this guy, is. It, it def, the the trailer heavily hints at aspects of like he's Candyman or he's being taken over by Candyman or he's becoming Candyman. Yeah. Who's also a painter, a painter. Yeah. Yeah. So there's that connection. Um, but Hey, 
Tony Todd is great. So yes, yes, yes. I, I remember not being. I remember the original Candyman movies not being good. Maybe it was just the second one. They weren't good. I don't think they were. They weren't. They're not like. They're kind of cult classics, but they weren't like top tier legend legendary horror movies. Maybe I'll have to do a Candyman on GCU sometime or something. <laughs> after after the season four is over. Yeah. I, well, I think a, I think a, a part of the appeal was that black people had, you know, their own bad guy, you know, serial. Yeah, like their own Freddy, their own Jason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Be- and because the movie was well, and this this movie, it looks like most of our leads are mm-hmm. black. Mm-hmm. That's you know, yeah, no, that's that's good, and that's probably also another from a marketing standpoint, smart mm-hmm. re- to, to like display Peel's name up front and center. Yeah, sure. and and it's always good to have movies, you know, made not necessarily for maybe buy back black people that aren't like, what is it called? Like Medea or some crap like that, that, you know, is crap. Yeah. yeah. Quality. Because, yes, exactly. Cause they don't get enough opportunities to do that. I will say that this did look interesting. Um, I'm not a hundred percent sold on it. And honestly, the destiny's child thing was not a benefit. Like no, I, say I my name, say my name. I was like, no, oh, that's dumb. Or, that's there, dumb. was there actually destiny's child in it? Yeah. Say my name, say my name. Oh, I don't. Where they did this, they slow it down so it's like to make it's, it's creepy, creepy now. It's creepy now. Be, because creepy. like it's a little bit of this because it's it just plays as funny, and that whole shtick with trailers is a little played out. Mm-hmm. But you know whatever. Some songs are Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just let's move on. What's next? Oh, that does remind me. No, I mean, it's not to say you can't like pitch a song, a happy song down and make it creepy sounding and have that be fun. It is. I was listening to what was it? Don't don't happy be worry on YouTube. And it's oh, it's exactly that. It's a like pitched down, depressing sounding version of don't worry, be happy. <laughs> <laughs> That's surprisingly accurate to the original. It was a lot of fun. Don't happy be worry. Hmm. <sighs> Go look it up. I'm sure Bobby Mc, uh, Bobby McKeenan, Bobby McKeenan. I'm mixing two different people. Paul asked, "Did anyone watch Candyman 2? I honestly, I don't. I remember so much of the first Candy, no. like aspects of the first Candyman. I know I've seen it. I hardly remember. Like I don't actually remember watching it though. I might, I might have, but I don't. I don't remember for sure if I did or not. Because like I said, they were crap. Uh, and I don't remember good movies, so I would remember crap ones. Okay, go ahead. Time to move forward. Uh, first off, Candyman is hitting theaters in the U.S. July 12th of this year. So not not long now. Let's talk about Doctor Who. Oh, boy. We can dig in. Season 12, Episode 9, Ascension of the Cybermen. Or my misspeak earlier, I was going to make a joke about the origin of Superman because that's what that like weird aside with that Brendan character made me. Yeah, it's totally Irish, like Irish, Irish Superman. Superman. Yeah. yeah, Yeah, for sure. Uh, okay. Hey, let's start with Melanie. What? What'd you think of, uh, first off, do you remember Dr. Who? Do we, you need a refresher? Um, I remember. Yeah. I didn't, I, I like some, no, I don't know. She's from really... the planet Gallifrey in the constellation <laughs> of Castabarus. And there's a candy man. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like. Yeah. Seventh doctor. 
Yeah. There's there are a lot of things about it I don't like. And there's maybe a couple that are okay. But I I just kind of annoyed by it. Yeah. Yeah. The the dr- drones. Oh, I'm so glad you mentioned. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Just the worst. You know, for some reason. Okay, so we're just gonna jump right into it. But that's what we do with our reviews anyway. So these Cybermen heads are flying around. And the, it's kind of goofy, but it is well within the range of Doctor Who to have flying Cybermen heads. I'm surprised. Sure. I'd be surprised if we haven't seen that already. So it's goofy, but I was like, uh, okay, whatever. It's Doctor Who. But for some reason to me, her then saying they're cyber drones made it 1,000 times dumber to yeah. me. I'm like, no, yeah. they're not cyber drones. Those are just Cybermen heads. Right. And that's the thing is like they did not change it at all. Like if it were if it were Cyberman heads that looked like they had been altered in any way to become drones or to be propelled in any way other than like someone taking fishing line. And <laughs> I mean, like that's, we could have done this. We could have done this in the classic series just as easily. And it would have been just about as effective, but somehow these buggers like recycled heads are more terrifying than a cyber mat. They're more terrifying than anything else that the, I mean, we're not terrifying, but like they're more effective than yeah, pretty much anything else they've ever tried. They're more of a like, threat than a regular Cyberman because they fly at high speeds right. and apparently have laser vision that cause mass explosions. They're, they're, uh, you know, for a race, uh, you know, a race, a conquering race that has basically been defeated. Boy, there's an awful lot of uh, attack power in one little head that can somehow fly. So, the lone Cyberman is indeed not alone. Even before they get to the ship towards the end, spoiler, spoilers, and wake up other Cybermen. Because he's got two rusty-looking buddies with him. Right. And then, like, six cyber drones? Mm-hmm. Are those... So, I guess, is calling them drones inferring that those aren't, like, that's not a conscious Cyberman? It's just, like, a drone? I, I don't... Yeah, I don't. That, oh, that's yeah. the helmet before you get the head in it. Hmm. We're ready to go. I'm sorry, I'm back. Uh, I'm clicking the wrong buttons. Oh, <laughs> clicking the <laughs> buttons, you. I was trying to turn that off. Okay. Uh, Paul said, Graham is going to stay in the future to repopulate. There's nothing left for him in the past. Calling it now. Oh, Graham God. is Graham's a that little old to, 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 to repopulate. Yeah, I don't know if they'll repopulate, but he might stay in the future. He might pull a, he might pull a Leela. This, <sighs> At least this one would make a little more sense than that. Now, one. this is this is stupid, typical Hoovian nitpicking, which I I hate that expression anyway. But Hoovian? no nitpicking. Ooh, that's so gross. <laughs> anyway, I my beef was like, okay, so basically at the beginning they show up and there's like seven humans in this area, and the doctor's like. He's very well might be the the last of humanity, the last seven humans. Well, Melanie made a comment while we we're watching that, like, well, that's definitely at the point which you're going to start having strange offspring if you try to repopulate. But uh, anyway, right, right. But my thing is like, if if that's if it's unless that's a direct result of her tampering with stuff by giving the lone Cyberman the uh, see that's, that's what I think is this is kind of now the alternate timeline that okay. she created because she did the one thing Jack said not to do because the universe being down to like only seven humans in, in all of the universe or this side of whatever seems like 
an important event that the doctor is not in most other most other continuity of the series the doctor shouldn't tamper with right also big finish uh-uh the cyber wars are a big deal in big finish like they oh. have all i mean like they reference them in early eighth doctor again sort of orion uh where there's this whole thing where there's the androids there's the cybermen and then there's the the human resistance kind of thing so of course. Uh, again, I'm assuming this is not specifically that cyber war because there's other stuff happening in that cyber war. But again, weird sideways almost reference to Big Finish. Uh, Paul, um, Paul said, well, when you say that, of course, some are going to die. What, uh, what do you mean, Paul? Who? I'm not sure what you're referencing. Is it the repopulation when you've got only seven? Oh, maybe. Oh, or when the doctor's like, these are the last seven. And then it's like, oh, no. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, the, doc, the doctor basically said, hey, get ready. One of them's going to die. It, I, I didn't like the way that everybody died in this, too. It's like they all died of a concussion or something. It was like something exploded two feet away from them, and then they were dead. And, I mean, there wasn't any shrapnel even. I don't know. You know what we need? What? We needed this episode to be directed by uh Nia Tacosta because yeah. she loves gore. Yeah. <laughs> back well it doesn't have to be super gory, but just speckle a little red paint on him or something. I don't know. Okay, yeah. Paul said these are the only seven humans left. Dead. Yeah. Except all the ones that went through the big you know wormhole to Gallifrey. And that what? one that was on the guarding the wormhole. I was gonna say um how how um i don't know anticlimactic must it be to be that guy the guy who finally got his chance to have a role on doctor who and he plays a guy that doesn't speak shakes a guy's hand and then dies oh the the brother the yeah. brother that's introduced in one scene and then killed immediately that guy is going to be signing autographs at conventions i'll tell you what <laughs> this episode i love your line in that no never mind <laughs> oh, you were. I love, how you I love how you shook Ryan's hand. What did you do? I looked at my feet and then I died. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ryan didn't even try to stop that from happening. Ryan had a supreme. Ryan annoyed me even in this episode because I don't buy when he tries to be tough guy. What? Uh, having troubles? Are you having troubles? I don't know. It said that something about troubles that popped up on the thing. I'm going to say it's you. I didn't see anything. Okay, I'm having trouble, then. All right. Do you want to well. disconnect and reconnect? Uh, no, but I will, I guess. Yeah, all you got to do is just leave and then click the link and come back. I'll add you, I swear. <laughs> Paul says, better than playing Cyberman number 2496. Maybe. Maybe. At least you get a line. I guess he got FaceTime. Like he's not hot, hidden under makeup or a, a wear a mask. That's so true. That's, that's a good point. He gets to be himself, I suppose. He acted like somebody who doesn't talk anymore. That's for sure. He did that. He, did, he was effective in that. And then he looked dead. He did that. <laughs> he did look dead when he was dead. Um, Oh, but Ryan, Ryan, when he try every time he tries to be a tough guy or whatever, and that's why I think we make fun of somebody. He's not going to let that happen. Right. But when the doctor is hot wiring the cyber ship, and then the kid's like, "Well, here, let me do it," and he just does it real fast, and Ryan's just like, "You need help with that kid?" I'm like, oh my god, yeah, yeah, do. 
What if you? What do you get to do? He's trying too hard. <laughs> yeah, that he is. <laughs> to be Melanie, where'd you go? She really is having troubles. Okay. Um. Okay. Well, we should like get to the the I guess our speculation at the end. But I, I the thing I have to say overall is this episode wasn't terrible, but like it's weird because it it went by at a quick pace. It clicked by right. It, so it felt like a lot of hap- lot happened, but I rewatched it and like not much really happens. Like they're there, there's people. Oh, I, the brand we had like the brand three different stuff. stories going on. You know, yeah, doctor story. Yeah, we had a whole lifetime of this yeah. other character, the Irish Superman. I forgot about that. Yeah, okay, never With mind. Parents who don't age and like nobody else ages apparently. At first, I thought that was weird, and then the end happened. I'm like, oh, well, that was obviously intentional. But right. what is any of this? Yeah. There's speculation that that, and I'm like, so is the is that? Well, we had a chat going. We were talking to Paul, and Paul's like, so is that the lone Cyberman? And at first, initially, I was like, okay. When I was watching it, I was like, maybe, maybe. But then I heard somewhere else that he's probably the timeless child or something, or maybe right. not. Well, I don't know. see now. Now I'm wondering if this doesn't uh, have to do with that weird the boundary thing that they find at the end, and they say it's never done that before, right? Uh, so, like, are these children? Maybe you know, like maybe was it Brendan? Maybe he's one of the people that made it through, <laughs> and it just sent him to some random place because boom, right in the middle of the street, baby. And so maybe uh, Brendan is one of the people that went through the portal and it just puts them somewhere. So maybe they're refugees. Well, that's interesting. Irish doomsday. <laughs> oh, here we go. Melanie. Hey. Okay. You're back. Hey-o. And we have your science picture now. It wasn't. It, yeah. It wouldn't let me. It wouldn't let me come back for. Weird. Love uh, nor like money. Three, I had to try three different times. Oh, okay. Um, no, we just kind of started speculating. Uh, who do you think that Brandon guy was? Brendan or whatever, the Irish Superman. Who do you think he was? I don't know. The Cyberman? Because didn't the, didn't the doctor see like a vision what? earlier in the season of like a, I thought it was like a young girl. And I was like, well, maybe that's the yeah. timeless child. Well, and isn't Susan referred to as the timeless child? Really? About, like, what's the name of the very first episode oh. of Doctor Who ever? Isn't it like something like that? I thought that Susan was the timeless child. <clears throat> An unearthly child. Oh, unearthly. Okay. Okay. Whoops. Good on them, though, actually, for like kind of, you know, I'm sure that wasn't an accident. Like just right. kind of the naming scheme. Sure. Yeah, I think he, he's got to be a Cyberman in some fashion just because they put a headset on him and that immediately makes you or maybe that's a red herring i don't know also i'm kind of i'm kind of thinking this is the cyberman because where did we see the master last oh you mean the the uh the the glowing guys from the first couple yeah the last time we saw him well sure this that's where they go when they ascend when they're trying to push through into another universe or time didn't we just see that in the last episode with Frankenstein? Mm-hmm. Weird. Uh, yeah, no, definitely. In which case, we called it. Yeah, come on. Um, I'm super curious about. So, where did the people go? Like, why does the portal go to Gallifrey, or does yeah, the portal she... just go ahead? I think oh. uh, Gallifrey's all messed up, and she went there to visit it, right? 
So she yeah. would know if there was a bunch of people there. So obviously they're not really there. Yeah. They might've gone there at one point. If they're not there now. I got the impression that the master did that. Like the master connected to this portal, mm-hmm. but who knows? Maybe it always went to the, to Gallifrey, but it's, but he, uh, you know, like that, that guardian guy made mm-hmm. it sound like this was new and weird. Okay. For him to come out, I thought it was weird, but right. I don't know. I just assumed that it had always gone to wherever and he was there. And now he was just revealing himself because the doctor was there. Oh, I thought they said something to the effect that they didn't know where it would send send them. Well, like it was they kind of don't random. know, but that doesn't mean oh, he is. That, that's true. That's true. Fair enough. Paul says, I'm interested in the everything you know is a lie. Well, I mean, that's my beef with everything you know is a lie is because it's such a like cliche like hook. It's supposed to make you interesting interested. And yeah, if they actually follow through on it in a way that's interesting, <laughs> it'll be interesting. Uh <laughs> If they actually, if it's got a good payoff, then yeah, I, I'm down yeah. for it. But like when he said it in that episode, I was just like, oh, what is this now? It's it's more generic than some of the past ones when it's like Doctor Who. You know, it's gonna be silence will fall. It's like okay, it's gonna be <laughs> Berenstain Bears, man. It, that's what it's gonna be. Maybe Ooh. we're turning yeah. out. Ooh, if they explain the Mandela effect, then I'm I'm in. Yeah, well, and, <laughs> yeah. and like where, where Ruth came from or whatever, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I I don't know. There's I didn't cover it in a news thing, but because I figured I'd mention it, and I'm mentioning it now. Uh, there was some speculation because in the coming next, you know, whatever, next episode, basically the episode 10 trailer, mm-hmm. um, there's a shot with this where the Doctor and Master are standing by this stone little structure thing that looks suspiciously like um a sh- a structure f- and the location of the like before they announced Jody Whitaker like basically the trailer that's like we're going to announce the new doctor trailer oh yeah uh, and it had the key sitting on this like it's like a stone triangular pedestal thing mm-hmm. kind of looks like you know people are like did they really plant like some kind of seed for where they were going back before they announced Whitaker, but um you know i don't know kind of interesting uh let's see paul says that line with the promise of being wrung out i'm stoked but ready to be let down <laughs> that is like the that's yeah. the that's like the the slogan of modern doctor who fans i'm pumped but ready to be let down yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah but not getting my hopes too high <laughs> I am liking this season overall better than last season. I do feel like there's improvements being made. I just feel like it's not quite enough yet. I, I feel like the lows are much lower than last season. Yeah. The, the yeah. problem is the last season, like most of it was just very kind of bland or middle of the road. Mm-hmm. And this season, there's a few episodes that are at least hinting or promising at more interesting things course they're always like you know they started bringing in classic monsters again and stuff so that's kind of gives it a bump up automatically but sure. but man they're the, the few the couple of episodes that are low points are real low points for me mm-hmm. what did you think of the cybermen like do you, how does this stack up in terms of uh is it a good cyberman story I, I've again it's one of those things where I like the line but also found it kind of cheesy I like the line where it's like 
I don't remember who says it, but we're carrying it, a Cyberman who makes other Cybermen scream. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds familiar. It sounds like they've used that in Dalek in reference to Daleks before, like the Dalek that oh. makes other Daleks afraid, you know. Yeah. But it it's it's fun. Um in terms of like Moff kind of ruined it. Not that the not that not with doing like the greatest Cyberman stories, but once you get to where the Cybermen can infect the entire population through the rain. Yeah, <laughs> that's true you overpowered the Cybermen and you either can't do them again or you give them good reason to kind of get reset. I guess maybe it, I don't know. I, I just found it strange that the, the lone Cybermen, although not including the thousands and thousands of other Cybermen who just weren't turned on. Like, right. I right. would, oh, I did like the Cyberman battlefield basically out in space with the floating Cybermen. Oh yeah, all the parts where they yeah. just like clank into like a leg the music did a real cool thing when they pulled out it was just a cool little reveal i thought that i dug cool. the warrior class which was like um you know like your classic cyberman but rounded out and then uh, kind of slapped into almost a modern helmet mm -hmm. that was pretty cool yeah the designs were interesting it did feel like a combination combination of kind of the classic i don't know bulkiness in the head Mm -hmm. Or maybe it's the round, like yeah. It's like the Earthshock, um, Earthshock Cyberman meets uh, the modern. Yeah. What was he doing to that one Cyberman? I well, and that's that's what people are asking, and it's like I don't know if maybe there's like an inhibitor or something um, that the Cyber Controller would have would have uh, directed all these Cybermen, and now the Lone Cyberman is like, basically ripping that out. So now. They'll listen to him. Oh, I don't. I don't know. Or maybe he's injecting the Siberium. In? No, because he's the one with the Siberium. Yeah, I did like. I did like that moment between the doctors. It was kind of <laughs> anticlimactic, but it was funny. Where where yep. he she's like calling him on all of his human characteristics, and he's like, "Yes, you're right. You're right." <laughs> no, I I love that because it is. It took the it took the wind right out of her sails because she was giving him yeah. a good speech, telling him what's wrong with him, and he's like, "Yep." <laughs> She's <laughs> so like, "I feel like I should bill you for therapy." Yeah, I thought that was a pretty good moment. <laughs> you, you took that rather well. Uh, Paul says, "Whitaker's doctor is all a dream. Ruth is the real doctor, and Whitaker is her." No, the dream thing, man. You can't. Oh man, don't do a dream thing. Oh, don't ever do a dream thing. That does go ask uh, what the matrix. Maybe it's all in the matrix. That was another theory I had for Brendan is he's in the matrix somehow. He's in the. I really go back to the Galfrey and Matrix. I don't know. For for, <laughs> I do whatever it is. I have a feeling that your theory earlier on in the season is better. Yeah, I know. I like. I've kind of given up on that because it's like, nah, actually makes too much sense. Also, I kind of. Are we going to see Ruth again this season? I don't know. At this point, I doubt it. I kind of feel like we are not, or Jack. Probably not. Probably not. Oh. <sighs> he basically made it sound like no. That's know. true. It might not be soon. Yeah. Okay. It might not be soon. Okay. Well then. No. Well. All right. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's it's got a lot of interesting questions mm -hmm. to it. It has a lot of potential for a good payoff if they, you know. Chibi really thinks that he's got something with this. I mean, he's telling people how we're good gonna be rung is. out. Yeah, it's gonna be so good. He's gonna we're gonna be ridden hard and put away wet. 
Hopefully it's good. And at least, (laughs) at least with his stuff, it's like, you know, very vague. So it could be good, but it could suck. It is not like before when it was like huge things that we knew all this stuff about that then did nothing, you know? Mm. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's maybe the, you can't please everybody all the time, but it feels like every modern showrunners had that problem where like um, Davies got to the issue where he was just constantly topping himself. The TARDIS console is designed to be driven by this exact number of people. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And then Moffat had Moffat's ideas. Yeah. You love to plant seeds. And then when the payoff came you're just like, what? Yeah. Okay. River song was a, is Abiad Rory's child, and so she's human, but she was born on a TARDIS, so she's a Time Lord. Was that mean for Time Lords? And yeah, and and but also like retcon in one episode, once one scene of one episode that she's been with them the whole. Please come on. And we've got to burn through all of my regenerations so that I can never regenerate again, because I'm a, I'm I'm yeah. A one pony. So dumb. It's so dumb. But Stetsons are cool. And the doctor's like nine, like nine hundred years older than her. It's just wrong. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I see the but <laughs> I see the picture of um. It, it didn't really bother me at the time. Like I've, I've I've seen people complain about it before, but of Matt Smith Doctor and Amy and Rory, mm-hmm. and it just like the way Matt Smith Doctor was looking at Amy. I'm like. Yeah, he met her when she was a small child. That uh-huh. is actually pretty weird that there's like yeah. this strange sexual tension between them, the, like yeah. their whole run. Yeah. Very strange. And then he marries her daughter. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> listen, when you're a time lord, time and age don't mean nothing. Time is all relative, man. <laughs> it's just a number. That's the best thing D- about time. Dear 900 year diary. He gets older. They stay the same age. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> or they get older. He stay. I don't know how it works. I wonder if he still keeps that diary, you know, like he had his 500 year diary or whatever. Oh yeah. It'll come into play again when probably a future. It, it big finish. When they reconnect yeah. with the, with the uh, curator. Yep. He'll, he'll have a diary. The curator back. They are on Big Finish. I know. That's That's, awesome. That's a great idea. Smart move. They already got him there. So, and he's on board. He loves it. All right. Okay. Well, that's all I got. Um, Yeah. I don't know. This episode wasn't bad. The, 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 the good episodes this season, the problem is they kind of hinge on where it's all going. It's like they're good enough to pique my interest. But like in retrospect, how will that seem if it's a letdown? Probably not great, but who knows? We'll see. And then there was Skyfall where it was like, part one is like, what is this garbage? And then part two is like, that was all right. It was fine. Okay. I yeah. guess. Yeah. It wasn't flaming garbage at least. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. Just slightly smoldering. <laughs> of course, they Bill and Ted did that thing. So <sighs> they're making the doctor very irritable and these last two episodes i'm kind of okay with that but like you said like she's making weird decisions and this is going to open a whole nother rabbit hole but you just touched on something that i was thinking about earlier 
she's like at the end of the last episode, she said, we're going to go try and fix what I messed up. Mm-hmm. And then they went way into the future where a war already happened. Yeah. That, that's my thing. Like, How was that going to fix anything? If you're going to go save the last remnants of humanity, like you have a time machine. Also, where is your time machine? Yeah. yeah. If we can't get there, we can't get there. We can fly a spaceship. Why can't you park next to the TARDIS? I also yeah. like that the, uh, the 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 people, their like escape ship or whatever, is apparently the Gravitron. Oh, <laughs> like this yeah. thing turns around. Like, yeah, what? Right, right. And it's janky enough that Cybermen are like, let's just shoot at it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Paul says she's unstable. She kind of does seem unstable and it's like, it's out of nowhere. It's suddenly at the last, the end of the last episode where she made just the dumbest decision possible. And then since then, she's just like makes, she seems very off Adam. Just yells. She saw a real ghost and she couldn't explain it. It freaked her out. It It was the real, it was the ghost that did it. Yeah. Yeah. If it's not some alien creature or uh, something like that or a candy man. (laughs) Or the candy man. Yeah. I was going to make a joke that would have been perfect, but also kind of sexist. So I'm not going to do it. Yeah. It's about, you know, she's maybe she needs to taste the back of the candy. Hand. <laughs> oh, no. Not good. Oh, not no. Good. Nope. 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 Uh, good night, everybody. I like Jody Whitaker. <laughs> All right. So, hey, everybody, listen, listen. If you're still here, listen. Uh, you will be getting another ep- like this won't be all the growlics you'll have for this next week. You will be getting an episode. I was about to say a regular episode, but it's not quite a regular episode. It's a special episode. Probably not the special episode you were expecting, though. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Not the doctor you were expecting. Exactly. Uh, so we recorded a special episode for our six-year anniversary, birthday-versary, and that'll be dropping next, next week. Probably probably Monday, but possibly Tuesday, which seems more appropriate. Um, and yeah, it was a lot of fun. I'm super excited to release release that episode. So keep an eye out for that. Also, GCU, uh, we released our last regular episode this season, but there's also a special coming up for that. Um, yep, yep. And Jasper joined me. Jasper's back on GCU for this episode. And we talked about Mandy and Color Out of Space, which are two very bonkers Nicolas Cage movies. Um, and then after that, up next on GCU, we'll have uh, the Friday the 13th special part three. More, more Jason. More Jason. Yep. The, the final, the true final, final Friday. And more and more uh, more Moose. More Paul. More Moose. More Paul. The Moose is loose. And also more. Thanks, Paul. Paul says happy birthday. Oh, yeah. Thank um, you. And. Paul and Jordan from Movie Guys podcast. So and happy anniversary to you and Melanie because isn't that always fall right around there, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. That yep. is Tuesday will be our 12, 11, 12. I don't know. Well, I'm not the one who keeps track of those things, baby. Host to know these things. No. <laughs> Maybe you need to taste the back of someone's candy can. <laughs> <laughs> the candy hand can. <laughs> yeah, that's what the song's all about. <laughs> Taste the back of my candy hand. (laughs) (laughs) Candy hand. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Grogspodcast.com. Go there. You're welcome. This is the show now.
<laughs> this is what we do. Here's the back of our candy hand. <laughs> got a candy hand. Can. It's so good. Thank you for listening to Grawlix Nights, our special weekly live Grawlix podcast series. If you've been enjoying this, be sure to check out grawlixpodcast.com slash live to find out where and when to listen to the next live episode. Currently, Thursdays at 8 p.m. Central Time on facebook.com slash grawlixpodcast. Mom.